Today, I'd like to help you to answer the question, should you start a business? And I'm speaking to this as a coach trainer and as a strengths-based business specialist because I see a lot of people who are lacking meaning and purpose in their lives. They're looking to do something more fulfilling and they're really just trying to get clear on whether they should stay in their job or whether they should start a business. They're bored and they're unfulfilled and they're wishing that they could do something to get out of their current situation and to do something that's a bit more exciting and meaningful. So if that sounds like you, then you need to keep listening because I want to talk to you about this really important topic and help you to get clear on whether or not you should start a business. I want to talk about specific people who are likely to succeed versus those that aren't so that you can get a really realistic view of what's required to be successful in business and so that you can be equipped to make some decisions about your future and your potential business. I want to start by comparing idealism and realism just so that you can get super clear on where you are. And I say this from the perspective of the program that I teach called Passion to Profit. It's a program that helps you to create a blueprint for your business and all of the foundation things that you need to get started. And a lot of people that do that program come in with a big idea. They realize that they want to do something that's more meaningful and that truly makes a difference in the world. And that's an admirable goal, right? That's, that's a great thing to want to do. But some of these people, a few of them are idealists. They have a huge dream and they're excited about it, but they lack the drive or commitment to pursue it, or maybe their idea lacks substance or it's not quite viable. So there are definitely a few people around like that, but there are so many who have a very realistic vision of how their business could look, but maybe they're a bit scared that they can't make it or they don't know how to run a business or those sorts of things. So in other words, they're just a really great idea and they don't quite have the clarity on how to turn that business vision into a reality. So if you're in that latter group, if this is you and you have an idea and you have a little bit of clarity, but not a lot and you need some more confidence, then I'm really speaking to you today in, on this topic. Um, right off the bat, I want to say that absolutely anybody can succeed in business with the right skills and training and courage. So maybe you just need to get some clarity or to learn a few things, but if you're prepared to do the work that's required to build your business, then you're going to be successful. It's as simple as that. And it might mean that you've learned a new skill and you've gained a qualification. And obviously you need to be proficient in that, but you also need to commit to becoming uncomfortable. You need to commit to be able to put yourself out there and to learn the skills required to run a business, not just a hobby, but an actual business that earns income. So assuming that you're willing to do those things and knowing that there's hard work ahead, I want to map out three things that I think are required to be successful in business and that you would need to work on and develop in order to be successful for yourself. And as I talk about these things, I invite you to reflect on how strong these skills and strengths are in you and what you would need to do to build on these before you launch. So in a way, we're covering some of the stuff that I start to talk about in Passion to Profit that sits alongside just the skills of learning how to run a business. It's also what do you need to, to do and who do you need to be to be successful, if that makes sense. So the first thing is if you want to be successful in business, and particularly here we're talking about a relationship-built business like health and wellness coaching, 
then you need to have a really, really strong and burning desire to help other people. Helping others is a key trait of a person who will be successful, that, that desire. Over time, you'll need to be more specific about who you help and how you help them so that you can be clear in your marketing, that's for sure. But in the beginning, it's that passion and drive that you have to serve others that really makes you a suitable candidate for running a service-based business. And you might be thinking, well, that sounds kind of logical, right? But if you don't like people, if you're not interested in people, or if you just want to make money and not really care how you do it, then a service-based business isn't really for you because it means that you won't be able to express empathy, make the connections that you need to really serve people as they need to be served. So just think about that. If you're someone who's a person, you don't particularly like people, probably running a service-based business isn't for you. You could do well with a product, but I'd say perhaps you just want to stay in your job. And the businesses that do connect are the ones that are most successful. The people, the businesses who love people do really well. And a great example of this was what happened in the 2020 COVID pandemic. Now, a lot of businesses went under at that time. But the ones that hung in there and survived were those who were serving their communities. And what I mean by this is that there were shops who were donating food or services or giving people unpaid work opportunities or contributing in other ways to their local communities. And through doing that, they really communicated their values, not by telling, but by showing. So they were showing their values through their actions and they built a huge customer loyalty simply by doing that. And that's what I'm talking about. When you have a, that true desire to help others and a passion and commitment to serve, it's going to help you to jump over any of the obstacles that come up along the way, and there will be some. It gives you so much more in terms of your commitment to persist and your motivation and your attractiveness to your audience. So think about that. Think about how truly having that connection with people is so important for you, not just to serve customers well and be successful, but also to attract customers in the first place. In summary, if you really have a desire to be of service and help others, if that's a burning passion, then starting a business is an option that's worth looking at. And one last thing I'll say on that is that a lot of people have mindset obstacles to starting businesses. There are those fears and the what-ifs that come in. When you have that purpose that's bigger than you, that desire to serve, it's going to make fewer obstacles and mean that you're more passionate about overcoming them. The second thing that is important if you want to succeed in business is that you really have, have to have that desire to do more purposeful work. It's great to want to help people, but you can do that in your everyday life, right? Or you can be unclear about what that looks like and not be driven to start a business, which is fine. But if you're actively seeking more purposeful work, then running your own business is a viable option and you should consider it. I want to tell you my story just as a, a way to illustrate that. 15 years ago, I had created a couple of successful businesses, but I was disheartened by the industry I was working in. Through building that business, I was able to, with the team, enact changes in legislation that changed the way our industry operated. It was pretty exciting and cutting-edge stuff. But I wanted a new challenge. I wanted to impact individuals to improve their quality of life. 
which led me to health and wellness coaching because physical and mental and emotional health and fitness became way more important to me at that stage of my life. I was experiencing burnout, so I realised how important personal wellbeing was. And my desire to find meaning in my work was so great that I set up and built a successful coaching business and I went on to teach others how to do the same, and that's what I'm doing now, among other things. So in my own words, in my own mind, I was staying safe and comfortable in a job, but it was an unfulfilling role. and. For me, that would have been living in mediocrity. And I didn't want to live a mediocre life in my terms. And that may not be mediocre for you to be in a job, but for me it was knowing that I had the capacity to do greater things, but that I wasn't able to do them in that role. It it was a missed opportunity if I hadn't pursued it. And knowing that I had that potential to impact so many other lives, I thought I have to really go after this thing. I have to start a business. Does that sound familiar to you? Fast forward 14 years and I love waking up in the morning. I look forward to what I do every day. It's challenging, it's exciting, and it truly helps people. It helps people to be their best and to bring out their best and to impact the lives of others through a ripple effect. Now, that's exciting. And in summary, I can say it's great if you love helping people, but if you want to do that in a bigger way beyond your everyday life and do it as your more purposeful role, then running a business is a vehicle for that and it could be a good option to explore. Now, let's talk about one more thing and that is about being your own boss. This can be the clincher for some people. Um, Sure, you can work in a job and there's safety in that. Some people are frightened of doing things without permission or validation of other people and they feel more secure employee, which is fine. Or they just simply like the job they have, which is also fine. Stay there. That's great if you love what you're doing. But if you wonder about something bigger, you'd like to run a business, but you have some fears, please know that they can be overcome. I've done this myself. If you have a strong desire to be your own boss and carve your own path in life, then it's so worth tackling those fears Because if you have those other two traits and the desire to be your own boss, your chance of success is excellent. When I entered the workforce, I was shy. I know I was quiet and I didn't want to speak up for myself. But I was also dissatisfied at being just a number in a big machine and having no tangible impact. That was a really big bugbear of mine. Plus, I had lots of ideas in the businesses I worked in over the years about how they could improve what they were doing, how they could relate to their customers better, how they could improve their systems or uh, communicate better. And I didn't have an outlet for that. I became a frustrated employee. And sure, I liked my bosses, but I could see opportunities for improvement that no one else could or that nobody else cared about. And a really great example of this is one of my first jobs. I did. I worked in hospitality for a year after finishing my degree and before taking up an honours project at university. I spent a year working in a five-star hotel, waitressing and doing bar work. And I remember my first day, it was in 1992, and my first job ever for them in that role was an outdoor golfing function. And my job was to serve food. And at the end of the day, I saw many, many containers of fresh food being dumped in the bin. So I led to the hotel manager and I said, hey, can't we do something about this food waste? Couldn't a charity come and pick this up and distribute it? 
And a few days later, I got a, a letter back saying, basically, thanks, great idea, but it's too hard with current food safety laws. Now, 30 years later, we have Food Bank and other such organisations. But imagine if I'd had the courage to take action all those years ago. Imagine if I knew what sort of impact a business could make or how many different forms of business could take. I mean, I could have brought that to life so many years ago if I just had the courage to pursue it. I didn't. I didn't have that foresight. And, you know, Captain Hindsight here, let's be honest. Maybe I wasn't, it wasn't the right time. But it's one of those many examples in my working life where I have been a frustrated employee. And ultimately, at a certain point, I realised I needed to be my own boss so that I could innovate, so that I could improve and create to my heart's content and make a difference in the world my way using my strengths. Being your own boss has a lot of benefits. You can work the hours that suit you best to some degree. Obviously, you have to fit in with your customers. You can decide how much income you want to earn and you can work in a way that suits you and your learning styles and what you're good at. And compare that to a job where you have to show up and work set hours. You have a set salary or package. You might have to do things that you disagree with or in a way that you personally and your strengths or where there's no room for your ideas for improvement. Maybe that's how it is. And mostly when you show up for a job, there's a set job description that you have to fit into, even if you don't quite fit, if you know what I mean. I've always hired people on personality and personal strengths first with qualifications and experience being secondary. In my life, I've hired maybe 50 people, I would say. And in every case, you know, qualifications and experience were important, but it's the people that make a business and it's the people which attract the clients. People aren't drawn to a business to buy. They're drawn to the people that work in the business. It's always who you know, right? That's the same. And so much to you now with all that in mind is, are you satisfied with being an employee? Is having a job comfortable, safe, familiar, and satisfying. If so, then you should definitely stay in that role and make the most of it and add the most value that you can. But if you're hungry for more, if you're a frustrated employee like I was, if you want to make more of an impact, be in charge of your own schedule and have your own earning potential, be in charge of the scale of impact that you can have, then you're probably more suited to running a business. Yes, it is incredible. Incredibly challenging. It's I am today, though. I mean, when I started in the workforce, I was shy and I didn't speak up and I lacked confidence. But now I've become somebody who has grown personally and professionally. The challenges and the skills and the lessons along the way have made me who I am. And I like the current version of me a whole lot better than the old version. I'm way more complete and I'm way more happy. I'm a better person. I'm more resilient. I have more capacity to make a difference in the world. And that's all because I took the leap into running my own business. So running your own business adventures that you can possibly have in life, I would highly recommend it. So just to wrap up what we've covered today, I invite you to reflect on how much you love your job, how many boxes it ticks for you. Is it satisfying? Is it meaningful, purposeful and fulfilling? Above just paying the bills? Does it help you to grow personally and professionally? Does it help you to play to your strengths? And if it does, well, that's awesome. You know, keep doing it. Stay there. 
But if you're a frustrated employee and you might want to consider starting a coaching or other service-based business. A business is great for you if you're driven to help people, if you're looking to live a more purposeful life, and if you want to learn how to be your own boss. It's difficult, but an amazing journey of growth and, and it's an exciting opportunity to create personal freedom and choice whilst having impact. I would highly recommend you look at starting a business and what that could look like for you and how it might work. And I will just say on that, in the beginning, when you're thinking about your idea, researching it, seeing what's possible, looking at who else is out there and where you might fit in the landscape is 100% free. I'm going to talk more about that in another episode. But for now, I hope to see you soon. Have a fantastic week and ciao. Bye for now. Thank you.